Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And on this first day of fall, yeah, believe it or not, it really is. Autumn's here. Happy National Hunting and Fishing Day. If you're headed to fish or hunt, well, you came to the right place. We provide information to sportsmen. That's exactly what I've been doing for the last 34 years every Saturday morning. We do it with live reports from all across the Gulf Coast, from professional fishermen, marina operators, and individual outdoorsmen and women just like you. And if you happen to have one of those reports, been teal hunting, dove hunting maybe, saltwater, freshwater, offshore fishing, Send it to us with your comments and your questions to 504-260-1870. Tell us who you are, where you are, please. Well, we got a special opportunity for kids this weekend. You may not have heard about it, but there's an early squirrel season. It's taking place on 13 public WMAs. I'll tell you where they're located, and if you got time, you might be able to run out there a little bit later this morning when it opens up. Now, you've probably heard about the estimated 850,000 pounds of dead fish, uh, many of them washed up on Holly Beach. Well, it was caused by three more of those pogie boat-related fish kills. And this is the latest, and uh, we're going to pass along to you what the governor's candidates have to say about tightening up regulations on the Menhaden industry. If you put them in the governor's mansion, which they're asking. Uh, CCA conducted that. The questionnaire actually had five outdoor-related questions dealing with fishing and resources, and their responses are listed on cca.com. You can find that on the Louisiana CCA website. Well, with the opening teal season last weekend, as expected, the first baiting case has been made by Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fishery agents, and those guys are our bad boys of the outdoors. Uh, We also have four locations today across the state of Louisiana that will be celebrating National Hunting and Fishing Day. They'll have some activities later this morning, and it's absolutely free, and you might want to get your kids and take the whole family out there. These are some really nice events. Just don't have enough of them. All right, so here we go. To start off the fall autumnal equinox, which is the first day of fall, here's what you're looking at if you're headed out. A uh, very slight chance of rain. I'm looking at a storm over Manshack right now that's been there for, I don't know, the last 20, 30 minutes. And there's also a little larger storm. Uh, it's approaching North Island in the Chandelier chain. And probably Bonacary Spillway's got a little light rain. Other than that, nothing on the map. And I'm sure that stuff's going to go away pretty soon. Hot, dry is going to continue. If you're headed offshore after some of those red snapper, basically no winds right now, but expected to become northeast. Offshore, there'll be 8 to 15 knots, 2 to 3 foot seas. On the interior lakes and bays, there'll be 6 to 12 knots. 
And then tomorrow, switch a little bit to northwest, offshore 8 to 15, again, uh, 1 to 2 foot seas. And those northwest winds on the interior lakes and bays, 6 to 12 knots. High temperatures going to be around 90. Your low temperatures, the high 60s and the low 70s. Average tide range, got a lot of water rocking and rolling, and that's good news for fishermen. 1.5 tide range. And that old Mississippi River, the bottom is dropping out 2.8 and holding steady. And with that riverbed being below sea level, uh, that saltwater intrusion coming up through the Mississippi River is starting to get problematic, particularly for those in Plaquemines Parish. We'll get an update from Ryan Lambert when we talk to him down at Cajun Fishing Adventures. Uh, it's expected if uh, we don't get some rain up north quick, uh, that it's working its way north and could get up as far as the metro New Orleans area. So we'll keep an eye on that. All right, when we come back after this, guess where we're headed? Now, you know it. If you listen regularly, we go to Robbie Campo. He's at Shell Beach down in St. Bernard Parish. He gives us a fishing report, a Biloxi Marsh hunting report, anything you need to know going on in the parish. Robbie's got some info for you. We'll be back to chat with Robbie right after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And here he is, the man of the 5 o'clock hour, Robbie Campo at Shell Beach. Robbie, I see no wind on my wind speedometer here. What's going on? Well, Don, it's pretty still down here this morning. Uh, uh, you know, you couldn't ask for anything better on a Saturday morning, I tell you. Um, you know, and, and, you know, this past week we had we had some high east winds um, probably in the upper teens, I guess, blowing here um, out the east. We had some really high water, I, making wind-driven tide. But uh, I, I think we got some pretty good tide movement going to happen today. Um, I think, Don, this white trout thing is catching on because, man, I got a – I had a bunch of people here this past week, you know, that caught some and fried them up. And man, look, now it's a, it's it's catching on. It's like a, it's like the craze, you know. I mean, well, you know, it's a it's a trend, you know. Once something happens, I mean, everybody wants to know about it now. So, um, you know, it's good to hear. It's good to see because, you know, uh, fishing was just a struggle for 
uh, the last six, seven weeks here, it was just, you know, it was just a big struggle. But now it's, you know, speckled trout are starting to show up a little bit around here. They're catching them all. Actually, they're doing great all the way to the wall up in Chalmette. I say great, but they're doing good. I mean, great for what we saw around here, you know, for doing August. So, yeah, so, uh, I mean, and people start to mix, mix the box up with some white trout. And, uh, you know, you have no limit, no size limit. So uh, I, I ask everyone to be respectful of them and keep the nicer ones and let the little ones go. But, hey, I tell you what, they fry up pretty tasty, man. That's some that's some good eating right there. So uh, I think this thing is catching on, Don. I really do. And and people are, you know, wanting to know more about it, how to catch them, and where to catch them. And look, any in front of any one of these bayous here in Shell Beach, uh, Duluth Canal, Shell um, Shell Beach Bayou here, or down by LaBuff's Cut, and anywhere up on this channel. You see some birds diving. <laughs> you might want to be throwing a line in there because it's been it's been a, a pretty silly week with with white trout going on around here. So um, I know everybody wants to know where the specks are. They are catching some speckled trout. I still think we need another cool. We don't, we're going to need that cool front to make it happen. Um, but they are catching some. I'm seeing some you know some numbers of thirty and forty coming in. Um, all the little redfish that you would ever want to catch, not that you want to catch them, but, uh, you know, 14 to 15-inch redfish, they're not doing you any good this year. But I think we're going to have a bumper crop for next year, uh, which is good to see because we haven't seen that in a while. Um, you know, uh, we've got plenty of bait here. So if you're coming down this morning, Kiwis is open, ready to rock and roll, get you your biscuits. If you're coming down this morning, St. Bernard Parish, Hook the left at the bridge and come on down and see us. We want your business. We want, we're going to get you in the water. We'll get you fishing. We'll get, I got my boy Johnny in a parking lot parking cars, so we're ready. We're ramped up, ready to go. Yeah, got a valet out there. Listen, but while we're talking about those white trout and telling people where to find them and how to catch them, it's very important to tell them uh, to take care of them because unlike speckled trout, you, you really got to keep them cold. You got And a good slurry would be good. And it's best to eat them before you freeze them. But if you freeze them, the tip I got that works is you fillet them and then you you put your batter on the fillets and you freeze them in your freezer with the batter on the fillet. And then you drop them in that hot oil and they're better than Mrs. Paul's, I can tell you that. They're, they're really good. They're tasty <laughs> fish and they can go out there and get them. Let me ask you this. Uh, do you have any gator hunters that operate there? I know Jimmy Corley hunts gators. Have they, what's been going yes, on? Yes, we do. We have... We have uh... Most of our gator hunters are all tagged out right now. Um, you know, I have, uh, I, I have, uh, you know, Jimmy Cawley, uh, Kenny Serenade, uh, Dale here with the, uh, uh, Dale Belson with the Kiwis trailer. He's, uh, he's, he's also a gator hunter. Um, but I think, I think everybody is about tagged out. Um, if you, if you want to do this next year, you could contact me here at Campos Marina. And we'll get you set up to come down here and do this. Um, you know, I, I know Don. You got people that listen to this show across this country. Um, if you want to, if you want to do this, I mean, we could, we could definitely make this happen for you. Uh, with lodging available and that the whole nine yards, so uh, we could we could set you up for that. And there's no shortage of gators. In fact, we got too many. Oh no! Please, sir. no, please sir. come there's get no them. And I think that, gators. I think they need to give those guys more tags. If they're that close to being tagged out right now, and the season goes all the way through October, now they lengthened it, uh, which is good because the weather is always better. But sometimes you get that little cool snap, and that'll shut them down. 
But uh, I, I think uh, more tags are warranted. And, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And let me tell you, I don't know if Chiwi's got the gator on, at the, at the, on the food truck there, but that's some good stuff. Well, they they do have some they do have some uh, uh, gator specials. Uh, they do once in a while here. Um, I do know they do the little gator bites, which are really good. So, if um, you want to check that out, you could ask them about that when you're down here getting something getting something to eat. You could you could say, hey, what about these gator bites? And you could get you some of those things. They're very very tasty. So, uh, yeah, but look, we rocking and rolling. We're ready to go. We just need the people to come on down. It's a great morning. Ain't no sense in Staying in the bed, get out, get out to bed, and come on fishing. National Hunting and Fishing Day, Rob. If you happen to see Jimmy pass by there, Corley, tell him give me a call. I need to need to chat with him. I will do that. I will do that. Okay, Rob. Thank you, my friend. See you next week. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. Bye bye. All right, Robbie Campo at Campos Marina in Shell Beach. All right, we come back after this. Boy, I got a lot of calendar items, including those National Hunting Fishing Day celebrations and where you can take the kids to go out and get an early squirrel hunt this weekend. All that and a whole lot more coming your way right after this three-minute pause where you are listening. You found it. The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, we got a gang of text messages from our friends like Possum and Steel Man and Wingbone. We'll get to those in just a second. But uh, I did want to tell you a little bit more about this National Hunting and Fishing Day. It's a big day for us sportsmen. Uh, it's been set aside now. I think it was back in the early 80s when it actually maybe in the 70s. And every fourth Saturday in September, uh, that's when they dedicate it to the popular hunting and fishing pastimes. Uh, the first official event. Here in Louisiana, it was in the Monroe District, and then they added other locations. So now uh, on the fourth Saturday in September, uh, they set up at these refuges and 
shooting ranges and uh, do a, a wide variety of booths and shooting and fishing demonstrations, kind of hands-on stuff for the kids, uh, safari club, CCA. Uh, they set up booths there, as, as well as some of the, the uh, businesses that are associated with fishing and hunting. And you can actually shoot at the range and fish in the ponds and they have safe boating activities and animal and wildlife demonstrations and identification programs, and it's all free. And here's where you can attend one. Uh, the, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service Black Bayou National Wildlife Refuge, that's in Monroe, that kicks off at 9 a.m. till 2. Wadil Wildlife Refuge, that's on Flannery and Baton Rouge, that's usually a big one, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. A Woodworth Shooting Range, that's over in Woodworth, Near the Fish Hatchery, that's on Robinson Bridge Road. That opens at 8 a.m. to 1.30. A Bodcar WMA up in Houghton, and that opens at 9 and goes until 2. We used to have more than just those four, but uh, if you're within driving range, uh, they all kick off between 8 and 9 a.m. and go on pretty much all the way until after lunch. They used to have some uh, fish and game tasting demonstrations, but... I don't see that on the agenda, but that doesn't say they're not going to have it. A lot of fun. I've been to them for many, many years, and they demonstrate a lot of activities that the department participates in. All right, that youth squirrel season. Uh, Today and tomorrow, uh, this is set up for uh, additional hunting opportunity for the kids, 17 years old and younger, and it's only on these WMAs, Bodcaw, Buff, Clear Creek, Grassy Lake, Little River, Marpaw Swamp, Pearl River, Palm de Terre, Russell Sage, Sandy Hollow, Sherbin, Spring Bayou, and West Bay. And so there you go, 17 and under. They are allowed to uh, limit on squirrels is eight per hunter. Pretty generous. And uh, I would suggest going uh, very early or very late and kind of avoid the heat in the middle of the day. All right, don't forget, those of you listening to us in our neighboring state of Alabama, you got your red snapper season getting ready to open this coming Friday at 12.01 a.m. Uh, they had a, a, a few pounds that they found that they uh, had under-harvested. Uh, Alabama really got, I feel, shortchanged, 591,000 pounds. Uh, we got almost a million here in Louisiana. Red snapper is vitally important to their Gulf Coast fishery. Uh, they, they closed it down back on the 4th of this month. But then when they reviewed the data, it catches up. Because the, the, the totals usually run a couple of weeks behind. The actual count showed that there was another 15,671 pounds of snapper available to fishermen. So it opens up again on this coming Friday. And remember, Alabama uh, has those four-day weekends. So if you're fishing over there, go get you some snapper, but get them quick. Because I don't think that 15,000 pounds is going to last for a whole long time. All right, let me get to some of these text messages coming in. Uh, let's see, who's up first, though? We got this gang. Rooster Ray, Possum, and Uncle Mudtire. How'd you like to be with those guys? <laughs> I bet they're fun. They're back on the teal again. They need some rain in a bad, bad way. Yes, they do. It's going to be interesting to hear how long those excellent teal hunting reports in southwest Louisiana are going to continue. Uh, what I'm hearing, and I've got a trip planned there this next week, uh, the marshes are dry. A lot of the crawfish and rice ponds are dry. But those that have water, we talked to Hayden Richard, who does, last week. Uh, the teal are congregated there, and there are easy limits. It's more like a dove shoot than a teal hunt. And I don't know if that 
they that the the teal can sustain those populations. I don't think we can get enough of them in, even though we got a full moon coming uh, next Friday, and maybe some weather that might bring some in. Uh, the the narrow the small areas where they're concentrated, and as easy as the pickings are, I just don't think that the hunting is going to continue to be as excellent as it has. But we'll see. Time will tell. We're also going to check in with Ryan Lambert on the opposite end of the state, down in southeast Louisiana, and see what's going on there. All right, here's oh, a possum has been shooting limits, but Uncle Mudtire can't hit the broad side of a barn. Well, that's a good report. Thanks, possum. All right, the steel man, he's checking in from southeast Texas public land. He's chasing them teal birds. Opening weekend was good. He hopes for similar results today. Deckhand number one, that's Tito. He joins in today. He reports three-inch puddle of sweat in his waders after setting decoys. Big Burr says low water. But good results in Gaydon. Yeah, you got water in Gaydon. You're going to have teal. Uh, here's a question. Are river diversions open at Davis Pond and Carnarvon? I, I don't think they are, but even if they were, the river is so low, I don't think there'd be very much coming coming through there right now. And I, I wouldn't want any river water to escape. Uh, you know, it's affecting uh, barge commerce and ships and uh, drinking water and uh, anything to help keep the water up and fresh water and coming down and, the Mississippi is uh, very important. All right, Toby is way up in Shreveport. He's on the Red River with the Franklinton High School Fishing Demons. 151 boats here today, so wish us luck. Good luck to you, Toby, and uh, good fishing on that Red River. All right, a question about the old river control structure. Can more water be shifted to the Mississippi River? Uh, it could, and, and that's been talked about for a long time. Of course, usually they talk about it the other way is opening it up to let the floodwaters to save uh, the, the areas below Baton Rouge from flooding on high rivers to divert some of it down the Atchafalaya. I would think the Atchafalaya is, and I know it's very low also, uh, and then there's some impacts that happen when they do that. That is a big, serious move. Um, I don't know. We, we can investigate that and see. Uh, I haven't heard that as a remedy yet, as trying to get more water over to the Mississippi. All right, we got more texts. We'll get to those. I got some calendar items coming up. We got a lot more fishing and hunting reports for you, too. So stay with us. We'll be back after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we got an event coming up. Uh, it's called the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. A fishing rodeo going to be uh, a tournament, they're calling it. It's coming up uh, next uh, Saturday. It'll be at the Island Marina at Lake Catherine on Chef Highway. This one has uh, three three categories. It's pretty simple. The largest trout wins $1,000. The largest stringer that would consist of three trout and two redfish, $3,000. And the biggest redfish, $1,000. I guess that would be the heaviest. It's $75 to sign up. And if you're interested in doing that, uh, you can go to the hbagno.org. Or if you can't remember all that, just go to Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans and Google it. Good luck to all y'all next week, and maybe they'll send us some results. We'll let you know who the winners are. All right, we got some text messages. I got some more events to tell you about, but first thing I got to do is pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, here's a question. How about praying for rain? Yeah, either prayer or dance. Uh, some people can do a rain dance. Uh, I've heard that work sometime, but we desperately could use some rain. Uh, Wingbone's working out in the yard today. He's our buddy over in Wilmer, Alabama. How's the weather over there, Wingbone? 
And uh, let's see, we got Mike in Myrtle Grove. He said the storms must have pushed all the alligators to the east side of the river. Haven't seen any since the season started over here in Lake Hermitage. Uh, might not just be the storms, Mike. Uh, I think it, the, the, the habitat is much better on the east side of the Mississippi River where uh, some of that water is spilling over into the marshes and uh, sweetening it up and the vegetation and the wildlife and food for gators is much better over there. And, you know, you know, if you're in Myrtle Grove, you know what's on the west side. It's not a whole lot of habitat left there. All right, uh, here's the backstrap stacker. He is checking in from North Alabama. He's visiting friends. 52 degrees. Oh, I'm jealous. He's waiting for the sunrise to bust a few dove. Y'all have a great day. That's our buddy. The Hope he stacks up some backstrap this season. And we got the river rat. He's checking in. Can you recommend a 1,000-yard shooting range? Hmm. Not right off the top of my head. I could do a little investigation for you, but if anyone out there, you know, this audience uh, always helps us out. Text us to pass that along to the River Rat. If you know of a 1,000-yard shooting range for rifles, uh, our text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. Uh, here's uh, a message from Captain Scott Dennis. You were asking about the alligator hunts, taking my last group out this weekend to finish up for the season. They're from Georgia, going out of Delacro. Well, Scott, uh, congratulations. And if you would, text me back and tell me if you think you should be issued more tags for the, the area you're hunting on. Uh, I tell you, we really, it's almost a problem with the alligators. And uh, the cause of it is the, the value of the hides is just so low that the commercial hunters aren't going out and wasting the time. It's not worth their time. So the opportunity for uh, sport gator hunters is where it's at. Uh, you know, the, an alligator is worth a whole lot more as a sport animal as, than it is right now as far as the hide and the meat. Of course, you still got that for sport hunting, but uh, the sport part of it and the license fees uh, are, are certainly welcome. All right, our friend at Lafitte. LT. We, he's, he's Lafitte LT, but he's never in Lafitte. He travels all over the world. He's in Orange, Texas today, and he wants to know about any estimates on when our red snapper season will close. Um, well, we've got uh, a pretty hefty amount left. I would say, and this is a guess, but I'm saying it will probably finish up around the end of October. That depends on the pressure, the weather, and how many people go and their level of success, but I'm thinking we've got enough in the quota to where we could probably make it at least through October. And we got Captain Ross L. He's uh, said it was tough fishing, but he took mom and dad out last Sunday for a family trip, a mix of white bass, largemouth bass, and fresh catfish. Yeah, that's the pleasure of fishing down the mouth of the river. So many species. All right, we got the, uh, the old snake doctor checking in. New Orleans fly fishers are having their Rio Grande Cichlid Rodeo next week on the 30th. It starts at 7.30. You weigh in at 12.30 at No Wake Outfitters. That's on Airline Drive in Metairie. And the details are at NewOrleansFlyFishers.com. In case you're not familiar with the Rio Grande Cichlid, it's also called the Rio Grande Perch. It's an invasive species uh, similar to our brim, very aggressive fish, and uh, they have been moving this way and uh, you're encouraged to catch as many as you can. There's no limits on them. And they've got a, a, a an annual rodeo, and that's uh, for dual purpose, to have fun, to have a rodeo, and also help the environment and take some of those out. And by the way, they're every bit of good eating as a bluegill is. 
Uh, and good place to get them, New Orleans City Park, right off the bank. Uh, here's one that says, uh, I want to wish a happy birthday to Wingbone. His birthday was a few days ago, and he plans to watch a Boucheray this evening as the Tigers take on the Razorbacks. That's from my friend David over in Alabama. And let's see, uh, Elliot says, did the Army Corps of Engineers make plans to close the major levee opening downstream of Point Lahash to help with the salt water problem? Uh, that's a, a, an interesting question, Elliot. I know they're down there and they're, they're constructing a sill. Uh, it's basically an underwater levee. Salt water being heavier than fresh water, it's blocking it. The one they put down, it's already over top that. So they've kind of retreated and they're building another levee, but they have to leave a slot in the top of it for barge and ship traffic to pass through. But by close, I don't know what it would take to close uh, those, those breakthroughs there, but uh, that might help, uh, you know, bring more fresh water from the river down. But uh, the way it's going right now, it's all moving north. All right, here's 1,000. Here you go, 1,000-yard range, the cutoff complex range in cutoff Louisiana. So I hope that, that helps you out. Again, that's the cutoff complex range. All right, we'll get some more of these text messages. If you'd like to shoot us one, your reports, your comments, your questions, 504-260-1870. When I come back, I'm going to talk about this questionnaire that the Coastal Conservation Association sent to your gubernatorial candidates for their responses to several issues. And topic number one, the Menhaden and Pogi Boat industry. We'll be back to talk about it. Right after this pause on the outdoors with Tom Dubuque, Radio Network. Well, it didn't take long for the word to spread when we had three more fish spills or torn nets or let go because they couldn't handle the net of fish conducted by the Menhaden industry. Uh, the companies involved, number one, Omega Protein, number two, West Bank Fisheries, which is part of Daybreak, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> Daybrook Fisheries. The first one was 200,000 fish that uh, the net was ripped and spilled. That was on September the 11th. Two more occurred on the 14th. There was another compromised net, which was about seven miles from the Sabine Jetty, 350,000 pounds there. And then uh, West Bank Fishery had one that was an unmanageable load, so they tried to let part of it go. And somewhere between another 100,000 and 300,000 fish were released, or as I call, dumped. A lot of them ended up on the beaches around Holly Beach in southwest Louisiana, floated up dead, and uh, the investigation is continuing to go on. But in the meantime, uh, yesterday uh, I was substituting and filling in on our flagship station, and David Cresson of CCA came on, and we we talked about this issue again. This is like uh, the third time, really, if you count this as three separate spills, it would be five Illegal activities, spills, abandoned nets, torn nets, unmanageable nets in the last year. The industry says it doesn't happen that often, but it seems like it does. Uh, There was attempts, if you listen to this show, David Cresson of CCA was working with legislators to try to get a a one-mile buffer zone established like uh, Alabama and Mississippi have. Uh, Not a total ban and put people out of business like Florida does, but to get more in line and, and keep them away from the coast to not endanger as many as of our inshore species, and not to mention our coastline and through erosion by bringing these big ships and just a few feet of water. Well, they also sent out a questionnaire 
to the governor candidates. We've got a governor's race coming up. They'll be electing uh, the primaries coming up this uh, October. And he sent these questionnaires out. Uh, it had five topics. And one was dealing with the Manhagen industry. And the, the question was, if you are elected governor to protect our shorelines, the fish and wildlife, would you support the one-mile harvest buffer zone off Louisiana's coast? Uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing these, but if you go to the cca.com website, you can find their, their complete, which are all short, responses. Uh, Stephen Wagusback said, yes, I'll support such a limit. I'm committed to working with all parties to implement this in a way that will protect the coast and critical resources. Jeff Landry said that uh, he would, he says, commercial fishing must be conducted in a responsible, sustainable way, including the bycatch from the Manhattan industry. He does go on to say, I would, however, not support regulation that harms any commercial fishery not supported by science, just as I've done in opposing unnecessary regulations that hurt the recreational fishing. Um, Then we had another interesting comment from Sean Wilson. He said he supports the one-mile buffer zone and would like to look at a range of options, including those from House Bill 576, that's the one we had been talking about during the last legislative session, which implemented a seasonal buffer. Uh, John Schroeder says, as governor, I will make sure we protect our way of life uh, in a sportsman's paradise. We'll look at deregulation to create a more free environment for the recreational fishing community. Uh, Richard Nelson commented yes, but he has uh, dropped from the race. Sharon Hewitt says yes, she would support it. Not only a one-mile buffer zone, but it would also benefit recreational coastal fishing and provide a safe haven for fish to breed and grow. She firmly believes that protecting natural resources should be a top priority of a responsible leader. And Hunter Lundy answered with three letters, Y-E-S, yes. Uh, The other topics that they questioned them on, and this is good stuff because this is documented responses and promises. If they're elected, you can bring this back to them. Uh, They also had a question about appointing state and federal fishery managers, how you would select them, who you might consult with. They also asked about red snapper fishery regulations. Would you support uh, federal fisheries management uh, issues uh, like we did with the snapper where the state had its own management program and its own data? Would you support more of that with other species that are in the Gulf? Also about the artificial reefs program. And uh, that's interesting because Bobby Jindal, actually, he stole money from the artificial reef program for other uses. And I believe there was another governor that did it, too. Uh, And this they're talking about protecting it so that the money is put in there is not swept out of there uh, for other uses. And then also there's a question about uh, maintaining the game fish status of redfish. So it's five really interesting pointing topics. Uh, I really suggest you go to the, the CCA Louisiana website and check out and read all of their responses uh, as you're getting ready to, to cast your vote. It may have some impact. All right, we come back after this. We're going to talk to Daryl Carpenter. Also got some information back for the uh, for our friend the River Rat. They said that that cutoff range complex is an 800-yard rifle range and a 50-yard pistol range. That's from Gary. 
And I got that uh, from another source, too, that it's 800 yards. Hope that's enough for you. All right, we'll come back. We'll get Darrell Carp to get that Grand Isle report. It's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And let's check in with Captain Darrell Carpenter of RealScreamers.com and talk about Grand Isle. What's happening on the island this weekend, Darrell? Uh, I think you've got uh, what you got, a redfish rodeo down on the east end of the island, uh, mostly a bull red kind of thing. But other than that, it's pretty quiet. I think you've got one more coming up. You've got the uh, ladies, the ladies fishing rodeo next month, and I think that just about ends our season. And it gets nice and quiet down here with a whole <laughs> lot less less traffic. <laughs> Unless they have LSU game, because the tailgating goes on pretty good down there on the island. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, but I mean, other than that, Don, you know, we've been talking the last couple of weeks about how we, you know. I was under the impression that these fish were starting to starting to stage and getting ready to start migrating in, and I think we kind of proved that this week. We uh, we went from everything from easy limits to to struggling, depending on what Mother Nature gives us. You know, yesterday was kind of brutal, but uh, yeah, if you you gotta, you know, it's not every spot right now, but as as long as you kind of mill around a little bit. You look for somewhere that's got decently clean water because all of a sudden we got a rush of muddy water in this week. But uh, you find some decently clean water, and you're going to find fish and good fish stacked up on your, on your interior spots. Like I said, we got lucky sometimes during the week, and, and we, like, we laid down on one spot. And just to give you an example, I can credit a limit of speckled trout to one particular spot that I was fishing, one reef I was fishing. But we had to do it twice. Uh, we hit it in the morning. It was pretty good. Started dying off. I mean, we just picked through the fish, and it, it, we had to move. I mean, it was time to move. Well, we moved and milled around, and we didn't find anything to brag about. So about two hours later, we ended up back on that reef, and boom, within 45 minutes, we finished out our limit. It well, was there, was there a tide change in between that time you left? <clears throat> no, sir. That was on that day that we had uh, – that was on that day that we had the two tide day, so we had a maximum oh, okay. of four inches of tide movement. Right, right, wasn't nothing. So, right, there was absolutely no tide movement. However, this reef, this particular reef I'm talking about, it is right outside of the mouth of a canal. So, you know, it so it kind of exaggerates any little bit of tide and or wind movement you get. But I think the secret to it was, Don, we had we had shrimp jumping everywhere. We had shrimp hitting the side of the boat and trying to jump in the boat to get away from these fish. The shrimp are really starting to show up good down here, and I think that's the key to it. Yesterday, Don, yesterday we were on this trip, and I thought about you again. The very first, we, we started working a flock of birds, and when I tell you it was more shrimp on the surface than I've ever seen in my life, the first fish we caught was a gaff top, and I'm like, oh, darn, this ain't going to work. And then, then, boom, it turned into speckled trout. And while we're in the middle of catching these speckled trout, I'm looking at these squirrels under these birds, and I'm like, wait a second, what is that? And next thing you know, head, shoulders, everything is out the water, and he's chasing on the surface. We had a bunch of daggum slot reds mixed in with the trout underneath, you know, underneath these birds chasing these shrimp. That's how thick the shrimp were. So, you know, it, it's all starting to happen. All the cards are starting to come together. And, you know, for the next couple of months until we get those major cold fronts, it's going to be a – a, a fun time in the Grand Isle waters. What about the uh, white trout? Are you getting that invasion? Uh, Frankie D just texted me, said it's all the way across the Gulf Coast from Mississippi to Grand Isle, and Robbie was talking about so many of them down there. Is it is it on down there for the white trout? 
Don, I'm sitting there waiting on customers. And you know when you got it when you've got when you're really eating up with it. I've been doing this several days a week. And I'm sitting there waiting on customers, and I'm under the light, and I'm sitting there catching white trout off my dock. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, you know we need to change. <laughs> I think we need to change the name of that from white trout to tailgate trout, because you can yeah. catch all you want. There's no size limit, and if you bring them right there and fry them up, maybe it's not as good a fish for frying in salt water as as a, as a good white trout. Yeah, the only problem, the ones I'm referring to, aren't much bigger than the French fries. <laughs> Yeah, well, we eat that too, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but uh, but no, to answer your question, the white trout are everywhere. Yeah, good deal. Hi, what you hearing on the snapper? Uh, I'm hearing they've been coming and going. I mean, I'm hearing some days they're tough to catch, some days they struggle trying to find them. Other days they're they're catching them, you know, really good. What I am hearing is apparently the mangroves did well this year because even now this late in the season. They're catching really decent catches of mangroves in close. You're not having to go, you know, when you, when they get hammered real hard, a lot of times you got to go out deeper and deeper and deeper just to get away from the pressure. Yeah. But they're catching mangroves still right in close. Are you tempted to go back to do a little offshore fishing? Don, I'm tempted. Uh, I'm tempted if I could pick my days. You know, yeah, I mean, you, right. do I miss it? Yes. But I'd have to pick my days. But the other thing is, Don, and, and I know I don't want to bust anybody's bubble, but I did that on one engine for a while when I first started. And I, one of them, they got stuck out there because one engine crapped out on me. Yeah. I'm not going back out there in a single-engine boat. Ain't no, happening. I, I, not you a, might have three. Three might be even better. Darrell, we got to <laughs> wrap it up. Thanks for the report. 225-937-6288. And give them that website. Realscreamers.com. Or they can find me on Don's site at Don the Outdoors Guide. All right. You and, the, you and the customers have a great day, and we'll talk next week. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. All right, we come back. We got more fishing reports. Mike Gallo, Brendan Bayard, Ryan Lambert, and your text messages on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 